Okay, let's get started with Parshas Vayetze, Tufshin Ayintes. And uh, we start off with Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu, as we know, when we last met, he was sent out by his parents. And Vayetze Yaakov Mereshava, Vayelacharana, Vayifka Bamakom, he left, he came back, Rashi quotes, he left, he had a, it made it a, an impact, right, when a tzaddik uh, leaves the city. But he comes and he has his dream. He has his dream of the latter Sula Mutzav Artsa, Verosha Magia Shamaima. He wakes up from his dream. And he says, wow. Wow, Baruch in this place. Remember a number of years ago when we spoke about uh, the thought of one of the Rebbes, Achein and Anochi, right? Maybe that's a Rashi Tevis of the four faces on the Maisim Merkava in Yechezkel. Achein, Aryeh, Kruv, and Nesher, Yud. He didn't know Yud, Yaakov. He didn't know he himself. Anochi lo yadati, when he had the vision. Again, we did that a couple of years ago. He says, what an awesome place. He's very excited. So what does he do? He takes an even. We'll get to that soon. He takes a rock, he builds a matzeva, he pours oil on it. He calls the place Beit El, and he makes a neder. Yaakov makes a neder. He takes upon himself something. If Hashem is with me, he helps me out. If he gives me a Yeshua, if he gives me a Yeshua, if he helps me, then I will I will tithe for him. Either way, this is an example of a neder beis tzara. Says the. Medrash on the Pasik source number one, by Yidder Yaakov Neder, Lamor. <coughs> What's the Lamor? Yaakov makes a Neder Lamor. Lamor usually is learning something to tell someone else. By Dabra Shema Moshe, Lamor, Lamor to B'nai Yisrael. So what is this Lamor? Yaakov makes a Neder, Lamor. Says the Medrash, see if the Pasik says in Tehillim. He was no there at a time of Tsara. Klal Yisrael, when they're Bitsaris, what do we do? We take upon ourselves things. And we hope and we daven that HaKadosh Baruch Hu bischus, my taking upon myself, this behavior, we learn it fair from Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu is running away from his brother. His brother wants to kill him. So how does he know? How do we, does he know Esau's not going to chase after him? How does he know? Right? So he makes a ned there. Protect me. How does he know that he's not going to be assimilated when he goes with Lavan and stays there for so many years? He makes a ned there. It's ned there based Sarah. And he says, save me. Ma'o le'mar, le'mar l'doros. He was the first. Right, he makes a neder and he takes a tali on himself. That's the concept of neder be'es tzara. Fine. Asks the asks the, some of the mafarshim. If you look in halacha valibu v'sorah number two, the yesh be'emes lower nekuda on line five. Ki matzino b'chazal. We know chazal tell us that nedarim are not really the best things to do. We're not supposed to make nedarim. Call a neder says the gemara nedarim ki lubona bama b'ashas is rabamas. So he makes a neder as if he built a bama, a private. Alter at a time when altars are usher. So it's not a good thing. So what are Chazal emphasizing here? What are Chazal emphasizing here? So one answer that is somewhat of a charifus, he quotes here from the, uh, from the Meshachachma and from others that, well maybe this 
this neder slash matseva didn't have the status of a regular bama. It's not kilubon or bama, because where is he building this? He's building this in the Makam Migdash. He's building this on Har Maria. So maybe this had a did of a mizbeach and not a bama. Okay, but the pshuto shal pshat, the pshuto shal mikra is that neder beisar is different. Stam neder is inappropriate. But if it's a neder beisar, Baruch to save me, that's different. Uh, we, I know we've mentioned recently, not too recently, but the, the Pnei Yoshua and the Hagdama to the Pnei Yoshua. He writes that he made a neder beisar. Right, there was a terrible fire in his house and the uh, whole house was burning and some of his family members didn't make it and he's lying there under a burning log and he makes a neder. That if Hashem, if you save me, I'm going to dedicate the rest of my life to be osek in Torah, not waste a second, and to finish the job that my grandfather did. What was his grandfather? His grandfather was the Megine Shlomo who wrote a little sefer in defending Rashi against Tosas' kashas. So he says, if you help me out, I'll write a big sefer answering Tosas' as kashas on Rashi. And that's why we have the Pnei Yoshua, because a second later he is pulled out of the rub, of the, of the burning uh, rubble, and he writes, that's why we have a Pnei Yoshua. He goes, no derbe sara. So says the Halakach Vahalibov. But how exactly does it work? Just because I accept upon myself something, Rahman al-Sana, people are Bitsara, I accept, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this parak of Tehillim. I'm gonna come five minutes early to davening. I'm gonna call a friend that, that needs a, or WhatsApp a friend before I go to sleep every night. Somebody who I think is, needs a, a, something, I'll do it. One a day. One a day, I'll WhatsApp or call someone that I, that I wasn't thinking of. Whatever the Kabbalah is. So how does that change anything? How does that help out the Tsara? So explains Halakach Vahalibuf based on a maharal. Line 21. Inya neder beisara. Mavur bechazal. She'etzem kabbalas haneder. Yeshbos chus she'ivasha beisara. Even before I do it. Right? I, I say I'm going to do this, but I want to get saved from the sara even before I do it. Right? When I accept that I'm going to do it. Right? The Pnei Yeshua didn't write the safer yet. And Peschus daddy was saved. So, how does it work? Umavur ba'avne nezer. Ki inya neder hu shemagbia es atzmo lamala miderech hateva. Says something very, be- very beautiful. Neder, we're trying to connect to the supernatural. We're trying to look, for, connect to the miraculous. Right? It's esara. We want to connect to Akadosh Baruch Hu through that neder. What's the word neder? Nun dar. Nun, in the 50th level, that's always the beyond, right? The 49th level of Tumah. The 49th, the Nun Shari Bina, that even Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't get to. 50 is always Lamala, right? 7 is always nature. 7 sevens is nature. 50 is one more. That's Shavuos. That's Kabbalah Satora. It's beyond. We don't count 50 because we can't count 50. 50 is in the world of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Nun Dar, I want to be Dar. I want to live in the world of Nun. I want to live and want to make a neder. That's what I'm trying to connect to. Sheish lo zakesha le'inyan shara chamishim ki magbias atzmo im kochos hanefesh l'mala misedir ateva. I'm going above, and he quotes the Maharal from the Orchadash. His sefer on Purim. Masha Amar Haman Yasuetz kavoa chamishim ama Haman Dafka wants to build a tree wood fifty amos high. Why Dafka 50 Amos? And there's a Medrash that says that where did he get the wood from? He went to Har Ararat. He took one of the boards of the Teva, that Chamishimama. He took that and he used that. Why? What, what the Teva and Purim and the Teva survived a world that was destroyed. But Derek Teva, the world shouldn't have been, the Teva shouldn't have existed. The Teva shouldn't have made it in the boiling hot water. 
and the rain for so many days. But it connected to the nun. It connected to the supernatural. Right? That's why the board was Hamishim Amma. And Haman wanted to tap in to that power. He wanted to hang Mordechai, connecting to that nun. Even in Lamala Minateva, I'm going to get you. And the Maral is Marach there, he says. They're talking about the, the, uh, 50 is again, what the Maral talks about a lot, uh, above Teva, Kizayni Meabinyin, Shua Teva, Nispashi Bemrubal Lamemtes, I am Pamem Zayin, 50 is above. And the Mabal was Machriv, the Olam Hateva. The Mabal destroyed the natural world. The Noach, Nitzo, just thinking about it now, Noach, Nun is 50 and Ches is 8. Right? Those are both the numbers that are Lamala, Minhateva. Right? He has the 50 in there and he has the 8 in there. Right? And he was on the Teva that was above. Tatsala came from the, the, the Akarish Baruchu, from the Lamala. And from that eight, next column, Ratzaham and Arasha Lito Kochos, Levata Kla Yisrael. Sheyilo Koach Atuma, Lahagila Sharachamishim, Ayinsham. He says, that's a neder. That's a neder. The Maral doesn't know about neder. The Ravavram Shore is using that Maral in this context. Vizayin shall neder, Lahagbiya Atzmo, Lamala Meteva, Lios Lo Negia Besharachamishim. Vazayis Lo Yeshua. So if I accept to do something, so then it could, it could put me already in that world. And Rahman al he talks about, I mean, this is written years ago, certain uh, piguim that happened uh, that week, uh, whenever he was talking about, years ago. But we have to know, every week, Rahman al there are tsaris, and there are challenges, and there are uh, delicate situations in Klal Yisrael. Ad hayom ad hazos. Right, we have, uh, we have a lot to be no there. So that's what he says. What does it say? That means when there's difficult times for Klal Yisrael, we each have to say, okay, what could I accept? And if I accept something, to do something. If I accept to be better in a certain area, right? Like the, the Rav Shach, when he was 90-something, what would he accept to do on his birthday? I'm going to bench with a bencher. I'm going to use a bencher. I'm going to use a bencher. He knows benching by heart. But we all know using a bencher gives us more kavana. Right, whatever it is, little kavanas, little, little, uh, you know, I'm not, the next time I honk, I'm not gonna honk the person who's going too slow. Whatever it is, we all could figure out something to do, and in that way to raise ourselves along with all of Klal Yisrael to the world of the Nun. Okay. Moving right along. Uh, we usually go in order of the Parsha. The next thought I'm doing here because I wanted to connect it to the next thing that's in order of the Parsha. But first we're going to skip towards the end and then we're going to do the second one uh, along with it. Let's go to one of the more challenging psukim in the Parsha. Paraglamet. Leah has a couple of kids. Four. Reuven, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda. And Rachel sees <coughs> that she has not had children yet. She is very jealous. Give me children. And if not, I will die. So this is the Makar, right? The Gemara says there are four people that are Ki'ilu, Ein Lahem Chaim, four people in Nashav Chaim, one, one is, uh, right, Suma, and Ani, and Mitzorah, and Ein Lobanim, right? Based on this passing. So, is that literally, right? It's like screaming, at, like Yaakov's in charge. Yaakov, give me children! Daven for me, give me children, if not, I'm gonna die. Is she really gonna die? 
And what's the answer? Yaakov gets angry. Vayomer, and we'll get back to this later, but at least for now. How do we translate Tachas? Am I in place of God? I'm not God. You're the one that hasn't had kids. I've had kids. Very difficult answer. Very difficult to understand what Yaakov is trying to do here. Again, we'll get more related to that a little bit later. This is Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov and Rachel. Yaakov loves Rachel. He worked for seven years. Past years, we spoke about the Malbim on this week's parsha. That it went by like that. Even though usually you love something, it takes, it takes longer. But he loved her so much. He was so sort of her such value. So the Malbim, two types of love the Malbim talks about. So he loved her. So what's he getting angry? What, did she really think that he was instead of God? How do we understand Hatachas Elokei so says the Padim Yafos. Padim Yafos is one of the Rebbeim of the Hasam Sofer. Says the Padim Yafos. Maybe there is, and this is a genre, obviously, of Pirush, of talking about halachic, hashkafic issues in the conversation of the biblical characters. So this is an example of that. Um, and then we'll have, a, we'll have a foil to that in the next source. But says the Padim Yafos. Yeish Lomar, what was Racha really asking? Give me children or else I'm going to die. Really, right, the seven years that he committed to work are done already. He said, seven years I'm working for Rachel, and those are done. And Lavan tripped. But really, right, it was a mistaken marriage. Really, there shouldn't have been another seven years to get Rachel. He already worked for Rachel. And Leah was a, so really, Rachel felt they could leave now. There was no obligation that Yaakov had to love on. He already did his seven years for her. She's ready. Leah was a mistake. And therefore, we can leave right now. And therefore, what? And therefore, what? Rachel Imenu knew that, what does the Gemara say in Yuvamos? That if somebody is married outside the land of Israel for 10 years, that is not a basis for divorce. Why? Because maybe it's Avon Chutzla Aretz. It's the Avon of living in Chutzla Aretz. That's why they were in Zohar to have children. If they went to Eretz Yisrael, maybe there will be things will be different. Right? That's the Gemara says that we learn out. Right? So Rachel's thinking to herself, maybe that's my ticket to a child. We're sitting here in Chutzlaretz. So you know what? Let's, let's leave. Right? Havali banim, what she's saying? Let's leave. We're sitting here in Chutzlaretz. Maybe this Chutz of Eretz Yisrael will help me out. Number one. That's phrase one, says the Panim Yafas. Says, let's go. Let's go to Eretz Yisrael. Havali banim. What's her next point? Am I in Mesa Anochi? There's a second point. The Otaina, Shekivan Shehu Shalokedin, Hu Ma'acher Nidro, Yaakov, I know you told me that you made a nether to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That when you make a nether and Hashem helps you out, right when you get back, you're going to Aser Asrenulach when you get back. So your nether is being delayed now. Right? You should go back right now and fulfill your nether. And what does the Gemara say? There could be problems for the family, again, without getting into the details of that chazal, that a woman's, a, a wife could be affected 
by a lack of fulfillment of a neder. So says Rachel, let's go back to Eretz Yisrael. Number one, maybe I'll be zochah to have children. Number two, you have a neder to fulfill. So what does Yaakov Avinu answer? A totally different idea of hasachas elokim anochi. Ki says Yaakov Avinu, What's the reason that Eretz Yisrael has this chus and yeshiva's chutz l'aretz is not olam and aminyan? Because, it hasn't quoted, but that's the Ramban in last week's parsha, the Ramban in parsha Zachremos, where the Ramban discusses that outside of the land of Israel, there's indirect hashkacha. Right? We are, everybody is under the mazalos. HaKadosh Baruch Hu puts sarim and kochavim in charge, so to speak. What does that mean? Chas v'shalom, to serve them. But every country in the world has indirect hashkacha. And only Eretz Yisrael, direct hashkacha. That's why the zchus of Eretz Yisrael could help somebody have children. Why? Because of the direct hashkacha that's involved. But, says Yaakov Avinu, but Hashem wanted me here to build the Shvatim. Hashem told me to come here. I'm one of the Avos. I have a direct connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu wherever I am. And therefore, that's not the reason that Hashem has prevented you from having children. Hasachas Elokim. Elokim is Hashem in Teva. Hashem, Elokim is always the natural realm. Are, am I under the mazalos that Hashem created with Elokim? No! I have direct Hashkacha. He's not saying I'm instead. Tachas here doesn't mean instead, it means under. Right? I'm not on, even though I'm in Chutzlaretz, he's answering Rachel. I'm under. I'm under direct HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And he quotes, Masheki B'Tzadikim, Afil B'Yosem B'Chutzlarim, Chutzlarim, Ain Tachaz HaMazal. V'zeo Shashal Yaakov, Hay Hashem Lila Okim, Shafil B'Yosem B'Chutzlarim, Yasim Hashem Baruch Hu Shmoalav. That's what he asked Hashem, to have Yud Kevavki with him in Eretz as if he was in Eretz Yisrael. And that's what a Tachaz Elokim Anochi. It's not, it's as if Ke'ilu were in Eretz Yisrael right now. Because it's direct hashkacha with me. So that's not the reason. That's the conversation that he is, he is noting. And maybe, maybe that's also, well, he's not just getting angry. He's getting angry because he's saying to Rachel, we have direct hashkacha here. He's not getting angry at her. He's getting angry that she might not realize the direct hashkacha where Yaakov Avinu is, as an av. Hasachas elokim anochi. We're not tachas elokim. We're direct. So maybe that's part of the conversation that takes place underneath. But the next thought brings us back and reminds us that maybe even Yaakov knew though, even with all the direct hashkacha, he was not where the direct hashkacha fully is. There's a beautiful small thought, just a one-liner from Rav Sarutskin in the Azayim LaTorah. Fascinating ha'ara, but an amazing suggestion. So Yaakov Avinu going back towards the beginning of the parsha. Yaakov wakes up and he builds a matzeva. And what does he do? Vayisok Shemen al-Rosha. He pours oil on this rock in order to be moshechit for a mizbeach, for a matzeva. And then he um, he uh, made that as a as a um, place of service to HaKadosh Baruch Hu by pouring oil on it. If we skip to next week's parsha, Parsha's Vayishlach, when he's coming back, Perak Lamed Hey, Pasig Yudalid, so he comes back, 
And what does he do? Vayatev Yaakov Matseva, Bamako Mashadiberito, Matseva's oven. He builds a Matseva again. Vayasech Aleha Nesech, Vayitsok Aleha Shemen. What does he pour on it? Wine and oil. Obvious question. Why, on the first time he built a Matseva, only oil. And only on the way back, when he comes back, he puts wine and oil. Says Lazayim Latorah, what's wine? Ain simcha el Wine is simcha. Yain yisamach lavav enosh, source four. When you go to Chutz Laaretz from Eretz Yisrael, you can't be besimcha. Even if one has a good excuse, even if one's fleeing for their life, there's no simcha when you're going in that direction. On his way back, you're coming back to Eretz Yisrael, he pours wine. Because he's coming back and he's back in Eretz Yisrael, and that's Simcha. So with all the varts of the Panim Yafas, of direct Ashkacha, and yes, maybe he had direct Ashkacha wherever he was, but it's still not Eretz Yisrael. It's still not Tabit Eni Hashem Al-Kecha Ba Meirish He didn't pour wine until he came back. That's Lazayim LaTorah. L'fichach, kishiyatza Yaakov Meirich Yisrael L'chutz La'aretz, lo nisech ala matzeva yayin, ki ain't Simcha L'Kadosh Baruch Hu, kishi Yehudi Yotzei Meirich Yisrael L'chutz La'aretz, v'yafilo b'rshus. There are reasons you're allowed to be out to get learn and to find a wife. But it's not like we should celebrate. It's not like we celebrate when we leave. Right, it's kind of similar, reminds me a little bit of the Gemara at the beginning of Avodah Zarah. <laughs> right, even when we have an excuse, when we have to leave, we're not supposed to be besimcha. Remember that Gemara, Dav Gimel, right, the only Masechta in Shas that starts off with Agadita. So on Dav Gimel, there, the nations of the world are saying, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not fair. In the future, they're going to say, give us mitzvot, give us the Torah. I offered it to you, you didn't want it. Yeah, but come on, give us another chance. So Hashem's like, fine, I'll give you one more chance. And he gives them the mitzvah of sukkah. And what do they do? Hashem makes it very hot, and they go into the sukkah, and they're really upset because it's boiling hot. He sent, takes, makes it hot like the Kufas Tammuz, and they leave. And they leave. They kick down their sukkah and they leave. Ask the Gemara, top of Gimel and Mabez, what What's the problem? They left. Why did Hashem go and get so upset at them? You're allowed to leave the sukkah if it's boiling hot. Mitzar is patur. Says the Gemara, patur, mavati. But yeah, fine, you can leave. But how are you supposed to leave the sukkah if you can't live, sit in the sukkah? I'm so upset. I'm so upset I can't do the mitzvah. Or kick down the sukkah. What a silly mitzvah. What is this sitting outside in the boiling hot? Right, if you can't do a mitzvah, if you can't be in the sukkah, the, the tzila de amnusa, we should be upset about it, that we can't do it. When we leave to chutzlah aretz, we don't pour wine, because that's not besimcha. For whatever reason it is, even bikuach nefesh, on the way back, we have simcha and we pour wine. Okay, moving right along. So much here in Parshas Vayetze. Perachavtes, so Yaakov's on his way. And he comes, and as all of the many people in uh, Tanakh, he meets his Basharat by the Be'er. we got to find a modern-day Be'er to help solve the, the, uh, the Shidduch crises, the Be'er. Anyway, so by Yomer, so what happens? He meets the shepherds, and what happens? Perach Avtas, Pasik, Yud Aleph. Rachel comes, and he sees Rachel. He removes the stone from the uh, top of the Be'er. And what does he do? 
Vayishak Yaakov Rachel, he kisses her, Vayisa Eskolo, Vayefk. He gives her a kiss, which is also interesting, not for now, and he cries. Why is he crying? Why is Yaakov crying? So Rashi quotes, why is he crying? Hevi, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, earlier Pasik. Number one, he saw that he wasn't going to be Zochah to be buried with her. Number one. Because he came empty-handed. My Zadis, grand, my Zadis, Eved, came with tons of stuff. For Rivka. I have nothing. Why? It's not that he left with nothing. Because Eliphaz, the son of Esav, ran after him to kill him. They seek when he caught up to him. Because Eliphaz had a little bit of, of, uh, Yitzchak in him. He didn't really want to kill him. He didn't want to kill him. So he says, what am I supposed to do? My father, keep it up, hey, my father told me to kill you. But I know you, killing is not so, not supposed to do that. So you know what? Let me take all your stuff, ani chash of kames. So it's a mix us. Mix us kiyam of what my father asked me to do. Right, second, second one of the night. Chash of kames. Right, amar ma'asa, let's see bishalaba. Amar lo Yaakov, tomasha biyadi, vani chash of kames. And Aliphaz accepts, great, good. So I thought I quoted this in the past, maybe I did, years ago. But uh, Rav Chaim Shulevitz has a uh, has a maimar on this on Eliphaz, and he calls it Or V'Choshech Sheba Adam. There are two maimarim in Tzichas Musar called Or V'Choshech Sheba Adam. This is the second one, and he says, you know, we all do the Rashi every year, but let's take a step back for a minute and think about Eliphaz. Eliphaz comes and he has Rachmanis. He says, I'm not going to kill you because I grew up in, in Yitzchak. But what does he say? But this Kibud Avayim, Kibud Avayim, my father said I have to kill you. What kind of person was Eliphaz? What kind of confused, spiritual schizophrenic was Eliphaz? What's he thinking? Keep it of a aim, murder. Like, like what? Like who was he? You know what you see from here? Says Rachel In every person, there's Aaron Choshech. In every person throughout history. There's light and darkness. He's confused. He grew up, he learned with Yitzchak Avinu. Still the darkness overtakes him. The darkness of murder. Of the warped idea that the mitzvahs keep it of aim applies here. Everybody knows. I did that. What? Your father asked you to do t- such a terrible thing? Of course there's no keep it of aim. And he only, he only listened when, when, okay, fine. It's ke'ilu. Ke'ilu. So this is what this is what the Navi says. We could be so mixed up, so mixed up. He quotes Yisharim Darchei Hashem Sadikim Yelchubam Uposhim Ikashluvam Shebaosam Darchei Hashem Asherimema Yisharim. We could use mitzvahs and make them so warped and think we're doing a mitzvah when it's exactly the opposite. Sadikim Yelchubam Poshim Inich Shalimbam 
Mitzvah Mitzvah is a Mitzvah Chabura. But, you know, there's such, there could be such confusion. Right? The, the Mesul Sisharim writes, we have to be Yafashfesh and Yamashmesh by myself. We have to figure out what our mitzvahs and our averas are, and then within the mitzvahs, we have to try to figure out exactly what they are. Or the Chavetz Chaim we've quoted, the Chavetz Chaim on Parshas Baloscha, talks about the Haftorah for Parshas Baloscha, which is the same Haftorah for Shabbos Chanukah. Right? He talks about the Pasuk in Zechariah, where Zechariah describes that the Satan is on my right side. For Omen al Yamino Lesitno. Spoke about the Satan a couple of months ago, Shabbos Shuva. But Omen al Yamino Lesitno. Ask the Chavetz Chaim, isn't the Satan usually like the bad guys, he's like on the left side, the right is simple, is, uh, is like the good side, and the, su- the left side is the negative, the Yitzhatov, Yitzhahara. So explains the Chavetz Chaim, yeah, but sometimes the Chavetz Chaim, the, the Satan realizes that he, 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 can't, he can't get us through an Avera. We're not going to do it. We've conquered that. We're not going to eat it. We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to do it. You know what he says? Okay, fine. Maybe I'll dress up like a mitzvah, and then I'll try to get them. I'll dress up like a mitzvah. Keep it of aim. Keep it of aim. You have to do it. That's what he did to Eliphaz. He'll go on the right side and dress up like a mitzvah. Right? Let's learn until three o'clock in the morning and see what chakras looks like the next day. Right? That's what the Chavis Chaim used to say. He used to turn off the lights of the base madrash. Right? Turn out the candles because this is, um, this is, uh, what is, uh, what is needed. So he says that's, says that's what's going on with Eliphaz. It's about Or and Choshech. Or and Choshech. Turn the page. Who is a descendant of Esav and Eliphaz? Amalek. Amalek, he was brought that to the world. Right? Amalek is a grandson of Esav. Right? Shusharish Arashabolam Nolan may Alifaz ben Esav. Vieshli is bonain. Al Shuma Nolan may Alifaz. Shugada Bachego Sha Yitzchak. Blomisharban of Shalesav. Why Dafki is Amalek? He was came from Alifaz and not from others. So he quotes Timna was a Pilegesh. Right? Shabal Avazal Kiblua. Better that I should be in this uh in this family, okay, it's a question, but, uh, but he says, this is, this is, uh, Amalek. And that's what Elio Navi told Am Yisrael, right, by Har Carmel. Why do you keep going back and forth? He didn't tell them, stop doing Avodazara. They were wishy-washy. Avodazara, Hashem, Beis Amigdash, other places. The R and the Choshech. The R and the Choshech. Where else do we see this? Such confusion. In our personalities, he quotes the mother of the child in the story of Shlomo HaMelech and the two women. Remember the story at the beginning of Malachim Aleph. The two women come to Mishpat. One woman says, she stole my child. The other woman says, it's my child. And they come to Shlomo. What to do? And Shlomo HaMelech says, right, right, what he does, get a knife, we'll split the child in half. How could it be? That a mother wants a child so badly that she'll steal the child of another because of the need that she has, and yet she'll be ready to cut the child in half the next moment because she'd rather the other person not have it. Or v'choshech sheva adam, right? There's this pulling in the opposite directions, love and the opposite of love. She knows it's not her son, so how does this help her at all? There's a koach of in a mother. To give, to give, to give. But at the same time, in the other direction, she's ready to have this, the son killed. Right, it's our, it's our job to try to get clarity, 
to gain clarity, to have the or being docha the choshech. Right? We just started the month of or, the month of lights. Chodesh haurim, the chag haurim, Chanukah coming up in a couple of weeks. We have to we have to try to use the or of Torah. And if we're not sure, we have to ask our leaders, our rabbeim, the people that we respect. Am I doing the right thing? What do you think? We have to ask our spouses. We have to ask other people to try to make sure that we have the R and the R should be doche. The R should be doche, the choshef, and we should be able to have the clarity that we, that we all need. And again, he continues more with other examples. He talks about whether, again, a question we've dealt with in the past, whether darkness is a creation by itself or it's just the absence of light. Right, that's a philosophical question. The Rishonim discussed it. The Ramban says in Parshas Bo, usually it's the absence of light, except by Makas Choshech. That was a creation. That was a creation. Okay, but either way, he relates to that towards the end. Okay, moving right along. Parachavtes pasik chavhei. What happens the night before the wedding? Night before the wedding, Rachel has second thoughts. Right, the Gemara tells us that she gave over the Simanim, Gemara and Megillah and Baba Basra. She gave over, she made, no, she made Simanim. She had a whole plan with Yaakov because she knew what was going to happen. She knew what might happen. And therefore they have, they have signals. And what happens? When it's time, she doesn't do it. When it's time, she gives over the signals to her sister. Says Rashi, Pasachafei, when Rachel sees it happening, Amra, she says, My sister is going to be so embarrassed. She gave over the Simanim. Akasha that I don't remember seeing before was quoted here in the, uh, say for the spirit of Torah. Came out last year, sent it to me last year. So, and, um, uh, I think he lives in Muncie. Aaron, Aaron Muller. Following Kasha, what changed? All of a sudden, yesterday, Yaakov and Rachel realized that this might happen. So they had a plan. So they made Simanim. These are the Simanim, okay? We think that he might switch it. So let's, let's make Simanim so that it doesn't, uh, he can't trick us. And then what happened? Rachel says, oh, she's going to be embarrassed. She gives the Simanim. So why didn't she say that yesterday to Yaakov? I can't do it. My sister's going to be embarrassed. What, what changed? What, she just got cold feet? What, what, what happened yesterday? Yesterday she also could have thought about it and think, well, if I get the Simanim and it's Leah, that she's going to be embarrassed. So why they make up the plan in the first place? So maybe, he talks about here, maybe the secret is one word that you just read in Rashi. What does Rashi say? Read it again. When Rachel saw Leah, that was it. To identify with somebody's pain, it's not the same if we hear about it or if we experience it and we're with them and we see it. And if we really want to empathize with any situation, you have to be there. You have to be there. Right? And that's, and that's what, in theory, it sounds like a great plan. But then Rachel sees Leah going into the chuppah. She could see, she could see the embarrassment that's going to be on her face. Not just sense it theoretically, but she could feel it. 
Seeing is believing, as he writes. As he writes on the bottom, Rashi says, Rasa, turning the, turning the, to the page. He gives examples. An important lesson, sharing in someone else's pain and suffering. Many of us find it difficult to daven or empathize for someone ill, a Jew in prison, or even for a family in the midst of a crisis. We struggle to connect to the abstract and intangible. Perhaps it would help us to close our eyes and use our imagination to visualize the actual hospital room with a heart monitor and an IV drip, the worried family waiting the news from the doctor. Maybe picture the, imagine, picture the image of a child crying under his blanket, knowing his parents don't get along, or on the brink of a divorce, or if a girl whose father lost his job and his parents worried about paying their bills. Imagine an individual with disability crying and hoping to walk again, v'chulu, right, a terror attack. Visualize the scene. Right, two nights ago, I, I, I was preparing this year, so it, 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 I was reading this. So two nights ago, I was putting some of my kids to bed. I said, there are families going to sleep tonight in a miklat. There are families that, that are in a miklat. Let's just try to think about that for a minute. Not just say to Hillel and Achei Nukabes Yisrael. Think about it. Connect to it. Visualize it, if we can't visualize it literally, and go to the hospital and visit somebody. Or go visit somebody who's going through the pain. Actually, but if not, at least try to visualize because ain't a doma shmila Rachel Imenu, again, on the level, which is trying to get the messages, on the level that she was at, she had the plan, but when she sees Leah, she can't do it because she sees the pain. And it's not just Rachel. Let's think back. Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu grew up in Paros Palace. And what happens? What does the Pasuk say? Back in Shmos, it was Moshe gets older, he goes out to his brothers. And he sees their suffering, and you know, he can't he can't uh, he can't handle it and he takes the law into his own hands. Kasha. Moshe knew about it for the, all these years. What, it's something new? Something new that he he always knew he was Jewish. But he went out and he saw what was going on and he couldn't bear it. What happened yesterday? When he was in the palace, he was able to bear it. Yeah, because he, he didn't see it. He didn't see it. Vayar When Moshe Rabbeinu sees it, it's a different story. Different story. He, he feels the pain. He identifies. Right? What does the Pasuk say? It's Enodome. Enodome being in a shiva house. And just like, you know, wishing somebody, right? Ain't Adoma being at a wedding. Then just, you know, sending good wishes. Ain't Adoma any experience in life. Shmiel Re'iya. And that's Rachel Imenu. Rachel Imenu couldn't, couldn't, uh, couldn't do it once she, once she saw. And even, he even quotes one other example. Fascinating. Maybe that explains another thing about Rachel. Rachel Mavaka Al-Baneha. Pasuk in Yermio. Right? What does what does Yaakov Avinu say later on in Baishas Vayechi when he's talking to his uh, to his children? I know talking to Yosef. Don't be upset at me that I didn't bury Rachel. You know, I buried her on the on the road. Kavar Rachel. Right? Don't be upset. So he quotes the Rashi on the next page. Right? Right? When they go out that path. When she, when they go out and they're in pain and she sees them in Golis, Yatsa Rachel Akivro Bochim of Akejalim Rachimim she asks for Achmanis. Rachim of Akalbaneh and Hashem says Yeshchalafulasech. Question: Why does she only start crying as they pass? Why doesn't she cry? She knows it's going to happen. She goes beforehand. She dafka cries when they pass. 
What's the message for us? Obviously, she's in Shamayim. What's the message for us? Because when they're there, when we see, when we're connected, literally, and that's why she had to, she had to um, wait, and only when she saw, then Rachel Mavakal Baneha. So many examples, so many examples of this that we have throughout history. Seeing it, seeing it is different, right? One might say, one might say, this might also be connected. There are many answers to this question. Moshe Rabbeinu and the Chet and the Luchos. Kodesh Baruch Hu tells Moshe Rabbeinu, Sarah Maher, right? Raid, right? Go down, go down, go down. The, your your um your nation is dancing around a golden calf. And what does Moshe do? He takes the Luchos down with him, and the pasuk describes in Parshas Kisisa, what does he do? He sees them dancing around the Egel, and he takes the Luchos and he smashes the Luchos. And the question is asked, why didn't he smash them right when he found out? Why don't you just leave them there? Right? Hashem says, And what, what does Moshe do? I'll just want to read the Pasuk, if I'll find it in a second. Vayar Moshe es ha'am. I'm sorry, before that. I'm sorry. Vayomer Aaron. Sorry, I skipped. Uh, going back. Vayikashakar v'lamachaneh. Vayar es ha'egel u'mecholos. Vayicharaf Moshe. Vayashlach mi'alav z'aluchos. Vayishabro z'adach zahar. So, what changed? So some say he saw that they were enjoying it. That's one shot that many Mepharshim give. They didn't just do the Egel. They were enjoying it. They were enjoying this in that. That's worse. They were dancing. But another shot might just be Vayar. He saw it. And when he saw it, it hit a chord. That was different. Different than just hearing about it from HaKadosh Baruch Hu even. But when he saw it. So interesting. Moshe Rabbeinu Mitzrayim. Moshe Rabbeinu here. Rachli Meinu by the Simanim. Rachli Meinu by Ravachal Mavachal Banal. Right. Both. Two of the greats. Right, and that's the uh, idea of C. Moving right along. One thought on the Shvatim. We are introduced here to all the Shvatim. All the Shvatim, almost. Eleven of the Shvatim are born here in this week's Parsha. Just one little thought from the Lubavitcher Rebbe in source number 11. Lubavitcher Rebbe teaches us that, right, the Gemara talk, according to the Gemara, Arba Kurin Avos. There are only three that are called Avos. This Parsha, we go from Avos to Shvatim. This is the parsha. It's still Yaakov Avinu, but we go from Avos to Shvatim. The Shvatim are not Avos. What's the message of that? Right, David Melech wanted to be an Av. Right, he wanted to have Nisyonos. But what's the point? What's the message? So explains the Lubavitcher Rebbe. The Avos had within them Midos that every single Jew has within him or her. They captured the entire essence of being a Jew. Each of us. Say, Eloke Avraham, Eloke Yitzchak, Eloke Yaakov. Because each of them molded us. Maisa Avos Simon Labanim, Maisa Avos Yitzira Labanim. Like the Rabban talks about at length in Parshas Lachlacha. What they implanted, they implanted within us. So we, we are all Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. The Shvatim, that's not true. The Shvatim, no longer Avos. Why? Because each Shevet represents something different has different kochos, different strengths. And each Jew is from a different shevet. Because Jews are different. Each Jew has Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. But each Jew is not Ruven, Shimon, and Levi. And that's the message. The Avos are all-encompassing religious personalities that each Jew has within them. The Shvatim are not that. The Shvatim are split. The Shvatim 
have each their own qualities. The twelve tribes, on the other hand, right, start from the beginning. Three are of us because the spiritual qualities of these three are to be found within every Jewish person. The twelve tribes, on the other hand, each have their own distinct quality, but these qualities are not found universally amongst all the Jews. They're different, specific, and then he even adds, he even adds, maybe that's why, who named all the Shvatim? The mothers. Because a mother has that insight into knowing that the uniqueness, the unique quality of every one, each of her children and the differences between them and the strengths and the weaknesses of each one. Right? What are the, 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 the Shvatim? Batomer. Right? Leah gives reasons for naming all of the Shvatim. Right? Why'd she name? Ruben, Shimon. Right? Okay, not all of them. It says that Bafarish, Alkin Karu. But suggests the Lubavitcher Rebbe, that's what's mentioned by the women. Because they have also the specific connection by having the child in her womb. The chul. Okay, Shvat. One final point for the evening. Then I guess you got to run to uh, to another shear. The Ber Yosef. Ber Yosef. So Rashi quotes, back on the Pusik that we mentioned earlier. Paraglamet Pusik Aleph. Rachel is very upset. Rachel is very upset. I need a child. Lamid Aleph. Vatakanei Ba'achosa, the Pasuk says. She was jealous of her sister. What was she jealous of? Where are we here? Vatakanei, here, I'm sorry. She was jealous. So what's Pasha's? What's she jealous of? She's jealous that her sister has children and she doesn't have children. But Rashi adds another level of interpretation. She was jealous of her good deeds. She must be a bigger tzadikah than me because if she wasn't a bigger tzadikah then she wouldn't have had, she wouldn't have been zochah tabanim just like I'm not zochah tabanim. So she was jealous, jealous of her Maisim Tovim. Ask the Ber Yosef. If she was jealous of the Maisim Tovim of Leah, so why she didn't, why didn't she just copy what Leah did? Right? You're copy, you think you're jealous of somebody, you're jealous of some, what somebody, somebody has, okay, fine. But if I'm jealous that somebody learned Mesechus whatever, so I should learn Mesechus whatever. It's in my control to change that. So why didn't Rachel just do what she was jealous of? Whatever Maisim Tovim Leah did. So says the Ber Yosef, creatively, there was certain Maisim Tovim that Rachel couldn't and hadn't done. And it was basically impossible for her to do because it had to do with a certain situation that she was not in. What was that? Chazal tell us, he quotes, the Gemara Baal Basra, right? Why were Eni Arakos? Rashi quotes, because she spent decades crying thinking that she was going to end up with Esav. Two brothers, two sons, right? To Yaakov and Esav, Rachel and Leah, the older one to the older one, the younger one to the younger one. I'm getting Esav, and my younger sister is going to get Yaakov. And she cried her, she cried her eyelashes off. She cried and cried and cried because she so much didn't want to be connected to an Esav. The pain that she went through and the desire that she wanted to be connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and to the Shiftei Ka and not to an Esav, that was her Maisim Tovim. And Rachel didn't have that. And what's Rachel supposed to do? She doesn't have that situation. So that's why she couldn't do it. That's why she was just jealous. Part one. Part two. Why did Yaakov get angry? 
Right? We could have asked this beforehand. Vayicharav Yaakov Barachel. Why do you get angry? Suggest to Ber Yosef. He got angry. Because now what's Rachel thinking? Okay, I have no kids. So what's Yaakov going to do? He's going to divorce me. I have no kids. He has to have Shvatim. He's going to divorce me. If he divorces me, what's going to happen? I'm going to end up with Esav. And we know already from next week's Parsha, right? Yaakov put Rachel in the box because Esav would have wanted her. Rachel now, in the situation, the fear that she has, Yaakov gets angry at her because now she thinks, oh my God, I'm going to go to Esav. Now she has that pain and she's zochet the children. The same pain that Leah was in all the years and Rachel was not in that situation. Yaakov creates the situation. And through that pain, obviously, it's not something that Yaakov wanted to do, but Yaakov wanted her to have a child. So maybe that's partially the situation that was created. Or even if it wasn't what he had in mind. But Lamaisa, that, that's the reality that now existed. She's in pain. And what happens after that? She is Zochet. She is Zochet to a child. Unbelievable. Just at the end, the Bear Yosef just adds, why was this needed for the shift day cop? Why did both of them, why was this an ingredient that the, that the mothers had to have this, this, this pain and hatred and worry that they might end up with Esau? Why did they need that to create the Shifte Ka? So suggest the Ber Yosef. Remember, Avram and Sarah had a Yish, Avram, Avram had a Yishmael and Yitzchak had an Esau. The mothers, Yaakov and uh, Rachel and Leah, were going to have Mitaso Shlema. All their kids were going to be Tzadikim. How could that be created? Rivka came from a Besuel. Rachel and Leah, they came from a house of Lavan. How could they get rid of that? How could get, they get rid of that, that piece of, of their family that might be a viral, pernicious infection into the Shvatim? That's why they needed this. You cry your heart out against Esav, against the powers of negative spiritual forces, that's enough to purify. And once they're purified, they could have the shift Eka. And that's why Dafka maybe Rachel couldn't have children until she went through this situation. Because we needed the Shvatim to all be tzaddik and to be the shift Eka. And until she had that experience of, of repudiating and hating and, and showing with her feelings and her whole mahus that I don't want this, she couldn't have a child until then. Creative, but Baruch Hashem, by the end of the parsha, we have 11 of the Shvatim, one on the way, Be'er Hashem, next week, and Be'er Hashem, we will continue that with Parshas Vayishlach next week.